thank you so much for joining us for our second episode of Midlife at the Mailbox. I am Amy Alexander, and I am sitting about 2,000 miles from my other half, Denise Rabat, who is based in Southern California, where I am in Chicago. Uh, And we are so excited to bring you our second episode today, where we are going to talk about yourself, how you can tell your story better to anybody that you might meet along the way. Um, But before we kick off that segment, I think that we would like to introduce, not I think, I know we would like to introduce our new segment called Mailbox Moment, where we talk a little bit about something that happened over the past few weeks that we just feel is like relevant for like our water cooler discussion of something that like might've popped up like while we were standing at the mailbox, like chit chatting with our friends. Uh, Denise, anything exciting happened to you over the past week or so that you want to share with our listeners? Yes, actually I had kind of an epiphany moment, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I've been taking tennis lessons and uh, since the beginning of the year and I used to play tennis. I was like freshman tennis team. I was at the bottom of the ladder, but I enjoyed playing it. And I've been uh this You look cute, another- I bet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did what? <laughs> I said you looked cute, I bet, in your little tennis skirt. I think so. We'll see. 15-year-old Denise. I don't know. But uh, anyway, so a 14-year-old Denise, actually. And so, um, yeah. And so I, I thought about the other day, I'm like, and, you know, the, the coach kept mentioning, like, you know, I had a good forehand and all of these things. And I must have had good coaches. And, I mean, nothing exceptional I, I stood out for me as a, as a, like, tennis player. But I thought, I really enjoy this. And it was fun to do something that I had done as a, as a teenager and just remember that part of me. And I I've been this year I've been just kind of realizing all different things about my mid youth, not earlier youth, but like mid youth and kind of reinvigorating them. Uh, this tennis being one of them, uh, 90s country when I went to the Garth Brooks concert a couple of weeks ago. So just kind of bringing back all this stuff and it feels really good. So that's my midlife moment. Have you bought the bell bottoms yet? Because I picked up a pair of like wide leg jeans and clogs the other day when I went shopping. <laughs> Ella has, my daughter has. Um, her and HM are best friends. But um, but in high school we we dressed up in <clears throat> in bell bottoms for seventies night, you know. So oh, uh, yeah, well it's 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 all coming back. Well, that's so exciting. Tennis is awesome. It's a great cardio exercise, and you know, just probably really nice to be back on the court with some friends and you know, just enjoying time, you yeah. know, for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Um, I had a little, you know moment as well and my mom and I went as I said I I purchased a new pair of jeans and 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 some cute little clogs the other day but it it was because mom and I went my mom and I went uh shopping there's a great store here called Ever Eve they've got a couple Mm. of they've got locations across the U.S. but it's my go-to store and mom and I went shopping and we had a great afternoon but I think the bigger piece for me is what I'm finding is that so much of like what we do ends up like being like going out to restaurants and as someone who's like trying to not fully focus on every single aspect of my life, like revolving around food. Like I love to cook and, you know, I like to eat clean and healthy, but I find that anything social tends to revolve around like going to get a meal. And so I really feel like I'm going to make a point over like now that the weather is changing here to do things that are not just like sitting at a restaurant where I'm like 
gathering with friends. So like my girlfriend and I, we like to go for walks and like just making a point that weekly we're going to like get together and go for a walk. Or remember when we were younger in our bell bottom days, right? Like we would go to the shopping mall. So I want to like do more of that. And so I think that that's kind of my moment of realizing like, look, like we don't need to just spend money eating out and drinking, which is like super great and exciting, but like, Hey, we could see each other during the day. Let's go get our nails done. Let's, you know, go work at a coffee shop together, you know, anyway. So that's kind of my epiphany is that I'd like to figure out ways to not always have every social engagement revolve around sitting at some sort of restaurant. No, that's a great realization. Yeah. Earlier this year too, my, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law, they've, um, they've been doing some, some changes in their life too. And so we thought of this idea, you know, as well to go hiking, join them hiking. And, um, it was actually great. The kids were super excited about it. And so, um, we kind of started to do that a little bit more too. So, and of course it can't be remiss without, you know, the mention of ever Eve, um, you know, my favorite parts about Chicago were Amy and her family and ever Eve, which is a great store. And ever Eve finally made it to the West coast. So all you West coast people, if you live in Southern California, you can go to fashion Island or the shop to Laguna and go check or not Laguna at El Segundo and check out every because I love their clothes. <laughs> and P.S. If every is listening, we'd love to be sponsored by you, but we are not <laughs> sponsored by every. This is strictly our obsession <laughs> I, know. I love every they have a great place for your kids to play and I mean they didn't re- they didn't invent that but they just do a good job of, of really catering to midlife you know, trend. And they will dress you. Like the ladies the other day were oh, like, I'm like, can you show me how to like roll my jeans? And the ladies like down on the floor rolling my jeans. It was amazing. Yes. I'm like, yes. Can you come to my closet? Let's like help clean up my closet, pick out some pieces that I can like rewear. You know, they're like, oh, we would love that. Wouldn't that be a service? Another another job for another time. Another um, topic for the podcast. Maybe another another Right? <laughs> How to like refresh your closet? There you go. Make a note of that. Refresh closet. Um, awesome. So, all right. Well, with that, why don't you, Denise, tell us a little bit about your topic today? About telling me about yourself or me about you know, vice versa. And let's go from there. Yeah. Thanks, Amy. I, you know, I really chose this as my first topic to kind of be a uh, share with the listeners because it's something really near and dear to my heart. Um, I've been helping people manage their careers or jobs opportunities for years now, um, even before I had my master's in career counseling from San Jose State. So, um, you know, when I started coaching a couple of years ago, this same kind of question in, in, you know, predicament kind of came up when I asked the quite, we were doing interview prep and mock interview, mock interviewing. It was, the question would often come up with like, tell me about yourself. And, you know, sometimes you get this like blank stare, right? If you can see my face, it's like the eyes and like caught in the deer caught in the, um, the headlights look. I'm like, really? You know, you're going to start with that. It's so easy. I'm like, try it. And, um, and you know, it's 90%, 90% of the time, it is people stumble over it, right? Um, some people, and it's not just in jobs, right? And that's why we're talking about this today. I mean, this is not like the podcast isn't necessarily all about, you know, career coaching and career development. There's plenty of places for that, but um, uh, including my website, but you know, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but, but we want to we be able to like no. put on some practical tips that like we have found, right? In our life, 
last week we talked about happiness and how you can right. find joy and vitality in your life. But the and the but these topics that we're presenting to you guys are are things that we have found very, very helpful in our life and have touched mm-hmm. us in some capacity. And so with the beginning of the story, right, is we just feel like that's something that whether you're meeting a new friend, right, or you're going for a job interview or meeting somebody at the PTA or at the playground, you know, people are always going to ask you, Hey, tell me about yourself. Right. Or what do you do? That's another way, probably in more casual, like in more casual interactions or social interactions or non-corporate interactions, it's going to be like, Hey, what do you do? Right. Um, you know, and and it often feels like an insulting question for people, but it's not, it's really, um, that's the reason I get all fired up about it is because it is, um, it's really an opportunity for you or, you know, the person who's responding, the, you know, the, per- the respondent to uh, control the narrative, right? You can answer however you want. Um, you know, and it, like Amy said, it could be this question's often asked in job interviews, but it also could be at a cocktail party or maybe you're being, you already have a job and you're being introduced at a, um, at a team meeting. Like, tell us about yourself. Um, new client meeting. PTA meeting, whatever it is, right? It could be anything. Look, um, you want to you want to volunteer to be on a position on a board for like a sport? They asked for like one of my girlfriends. She just wanted to volunteer for a position. She needed to have her resume, and she's like, "My resume? Like, I have like a full time job. Like, what do you need to see here? Like, I manage my job. I manage my family. You know." But these are things that people want to know. Right. And it allows you to tell story, right? And storytelling is a really, really popular topic right now in career development, but also just in um, self-development and and everything else, right? That concept of like telling your own story and and being able to confidently say what you do is powerful. And more than likely, and I tell so many people this, people are more likely to remember your story than your name, right? They'll remember pieces of something, um, you know, that you told them versus like, hey, my name is Sally, right? Or hey, my name is George. Um, I mean, is that true for you, Amy? Definitely. I can't remember anybody's name, but I definitely (laughs) remember stories. I can remember faces. I remember what you're wearing and not in like a bad way, but these are just things that I pick out as I'm having a conversation with people and things that I notice. But so if I ever meet you and I don't remember your name, please, please do not take offense to it because I do remember that we've met and I can remember a story. And this is true. Actually, I have a funny story. I'm sitting at my club. We, We belong to a club. And I went and I worked there because I needed to get out of the house. And I walk in and, and obviously nobody's wearing masks anymore. And so I walk in and I see this woman and we like smile at each other and, you know, exchange pleasant pleasantries. And, you know, like a little bit later, you know, we were like chit chatting. And I'm like, you know, I'm so sorry. Like, I am terrible. Can you tell me what your name is again? I couldn't tell you what it is at this point, but I remember the story that she was like, Oh yeah, we talked at the beach one day and you did this. And I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I totally remembered like our conversation, but as you know, as I, again, telling you this, like I still couldn't, I, I can't remember her name at this point. Yeah. I might've written it down though. I, can't I, mean, I wrote it down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, proves my point. Don't, don't look right. hard for it. Um, and, and, don't that, be and, and you're not alone. I mean, the human brain has been hardwired, um, you know, for over 30,000 years to remember stories versus names. I, mean, I looked it up, you know, prep for this episode. I looked up, you know, National Geographic's website that like, you know, when storytelling started and the, the first, they, they think right after the human language developed, but um 
for language, the human was able to develop language. However, the first artifact of that came like in modern day France in some, in some caves that they found some artifacts of like drawings or sketchings of in the in the side of the caves about stories, right? They could tell it like was sequential. So it's no mistake that you can remember details about a person, but not remember their name because the name is really like, you know, just attached to, you know, something more interesting, right? Which is, you know, your story, your, you know, what makes you colorful? Like your every Eve story. Maybe Elizabeth will remember that, but forget your Amy, right? Um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's important, but it's also, of course, important when you're on job interviews and whatnot. So we'll kind of go into a little bit of that. So, um, you know, my networking story, if you kind of want to hear mine, and and, and this is true, too, because I've, I've developed a three-step way to, like, break this down, right, for having trouble with this. I realize I do this for a living, so, and I hear people's stories for a living, so I have a lot different perspective than the average person. Uh, however... I kind of figured out three steps that I guide people to. So I'll share that, you know, I'm going to share that. We'll share it at the end as well. And, and so um, we, we want you to walk away with um, something tangible today too. So um, not just, you know, the warm and fuzzies. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with that, I'll kind of share my, my story really quickly and then um, and we'll get into it. So, I'm a consultant and I really am a coach and I really love to work with professionals, teams and organizations to help, you know, in career development and help people get to where they want to be. Um, some say my superpower is to connect with people at any level. And so I just, I, that's just where I find the most joy. Um, and, you know, most, if I was in a job interview, I'd say like, you know, most recently I've been working as a consultant in private practice and I'm also a career consultant for a company called LHH. Uh, prior to that, I spent, you know, over 15 years in, in high-tech sales communications in various industries, including entertainment, uh, high-tech, and uh, PR. Uh, when I'm not consulting and working, I'm also a mom and a wife of two little ones. I live in uh, North Orange County, Seal Beach area. And uh, most recently, uh, in post-pandemic and pandemic world, they picked up uh, some tennis, right? I reinvigorated my tennis uh, game and also uh, nurturing my flock of plants that I'm looking out to over my yard right now. So that would be my story, right? In a corporate setting. That was very corporate-y or job interview. Um, but I think it gives a little bit about me and shares, you know, and shares. What do you think of that story, Amy? I mean, we'll just... Yeah, you know. I like it. I like it because I think it, it, it allows you to be real, right? Like you have a family, you like to garden, you take care of yourself by working out, and then obviously it gives you your background of like how you kind of got here, right? With your, with your career journey. So I think it's, I think it's great and it's short and it's sweet, right? Like, so, and I think that if anything, right, maybe they'll remember, they'll remember what you did based off of like, cause they'll have your resume, but they'll also, I think, leave knowing that you have your flock of plants that you're nurturing. <laughs> yeah, so I think ending with something cute and cheeky is is a good idea. Yeah, and that's a visual. And that's really, that's especially meant for a job interview or some sort of corporate setting where, you know, this question is really meant to engage um, and just, yeah, break the ice, get to know someone a little bit better. Um, yeah. It is not, tell me everything about yourself. Tell me when your <laughs> career started. Tell me when you like became a mom. Tell me when you got your college degree. None of those things apply. Um, and that's where sometimes people get tripped up. Um, 
in, in, in answering that question. And so, you know, the classic, you know, seven habits of highly effective people, you know, one of the, the classic habits from Stephen Covey is like begin with the end in mind, right? Cut to the chase. Um, you know, yeah. even in, you know, even in, in personal settings, right? Who wants to hear, you know, well, I started out as this and I did that. Oh my gosh. Like it's too much to, for the brain to take on, right? You kind of right. lose, you check out, right? So, um, so yeah, so that's why we, we like to do it that way, beginning with the end in mind. So let's break it down actually into the three steps, um, the, you know, in, in, and go from there. Um, so step one would be your lead in, right? So open up immediately, even in a, in a social setting with what you want to like, you know, what you are, who you are. Right. So, um, Amy, let's let's break. Actually, let's use Amy as a as a, our guinea pig here today, and we're going to use her to break down, you know, her story step by step. And I am doing this note free. I want. I'm just putting that out there. So everything that you are hearing is like off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. This is. Um, I just thought of this right now. So sounds <laughs> perfect. No, and it's totally perfect because. I think I think that's that's the best. So Denise and I, I will I will promise by Denise and I have worked on my story, but I do think that it has evolved since we worked on it, right? And I think that's something to note, right? That it can be something that's you know that's ever changing, right? It doesn't have to oh, be. Oh, absolutely. My story today to be is set. different than my story today is different than last year, than ten years ago, as it should be. You we yeah. are not static individuals, right? And and this this I think this question just scares. You know, just there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot packed into this question. That's why, you know, I can usually with working in career coaching with my coaching candidates, I can tell a lot when people answer this question. Um, So anyway, so step one, these are three things I've observed. So if you follow these three things, it'll help you to have a better response to this. So, you know, you can be more confident at that next meeting or in, you know, in your next job interview or just, you know, I went to a cocktail party last week. There are plenty of people that asked, not me. That you haven't seen in, you know, at least two years, right? Yeah. Coming out again, yeah, exactly, and yeah, use some humor in there. It, it just makes it more memorable, so Definitely. more enjoyable. So, step one. Okay, so you want to know my lead-in or yeah, oh, your you're lead-in? So this should be yeah. Step one is usually your lead-in. I'm a blank, right? So I, you know, Amy, I said I'm a consultant and a coach, right? That was mine. So what's yours? Uh, can I say I'm a consultant and a coach for marketing? Just kidding. Um, I am a. The funny thing is, is that I always want to lead with, I'm a mom. Yeah, I noticed that about you, and that's okay. But I'm more than just a mom, right? I Oh, oh stop right there. Just a blank. Like, um, you know, I, that, you just want to strike, you just want to, but you should, that should be stricken. Just a is nothing, right? You could... Stay-at-home parents, I think, fall into this trap a lot. And stay-at-home parents are, you know, backbones of the family and and everything. So start at how it feels comfortable to you, but own it, right? I mean, that's really what, what the key is here. So I would like to say that I'm a marketing guru, but I'm not quite a guru. But I pretend to be. Oh, yeah, okay, you're in, a guru. In my, in, in my career, um, I am a marketing expert. 
Okay. And you all right. And if, if you want to add in, so let's let's pretend like Amy's at a cocktail party. Okay. Let's pretend. Um, so that it, mine was corporate. Let's do hers a little bit casual. So you're so if someone would ask you at a cocktail party at your club, you'd say I'm a marketing guru and consultant. And what else? Because I know this other part is important to you. Add, you know, what is your other role? Role. Uh, I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. I also enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy, I'm making some notes as I say things so that I can go back and repeat what I said eloquently. So I am a marketing guru and consultant. Um, I'm a mom, Mm -hmm. a hockey mom. Yeah, I like hockey mom. It's descriptive. It might open up the conversation. Yes. And I think the description piece is important because then it's also gives people something else to remember you by, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So I'm a hockey mom. So I'm a marketing consultant and a hockey mom, marketing guru and consultant, hockey mom who loves to cook. I end that in a question. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Um, Okay. So we'll stop there. So that's a good lead in, right? You know, you couldn't. I want to leave out the cooking till the end, but like, yeah, I like that. Like marketing, it's very simple. I'm a marketing guru and I'm a hockey mom. You could even do that and be like, that's who you are, right? That's what you do, right? So, um, so that's good. So then that's step one. And it can be different for everyone. Some people also add in superpower. I like, you know, superpower, my secret strength or, um, some people like to say that I'm really good at blank. Um, it just gives people more of a, you know, just more about you than just I'm a, I'm an accountant and I work at Deloitte and Touche. I do think that I don't give myself credit for like the connections that I like to do. Right. I do very much enjoy. I do enjoy hearing people's stories and learning about people. So like, regardless of what they want to tell me, I really enjoy learning about people, where they come from, what they do, what they do for work. Like, you know, I'm very, I'm, I don't know. I've always been very interested in stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that could even be part of your lead-in. I mean, and you didn't even mention you're a business owner. You're a small business owner and entrepreneur, right? Um, Yeah. So, I mean, it can, your lead-in is important, right? And just kind of owning it, um, what you are, right? And I made blank and, and, and that's what you do. And it could change for different audiences too, right? I mean, you don't want to, you know, put it on heavy, you know, in a cocktail party about, you know, you have a small business owner and this, but you can, you know, just know your audience. And, but, you know, if you were in a client, new client setting, then, you know, a little bit more heavy corporate for you and add in that hockey mom piece. It's important to you. You, you, That's something you always add in. Um, I don't, I don't go to the personal as fast as you do, but it really, it works with your brand and, and what you're doing. So. I like it. Um, so that's step one, you're leading. So um, okay. own that. And, you know, if you're a stay-at-home parent and, you know, maybe it's something you don't feel good about. Maybe it's something you feel good about. But you could say, I'm the managing director of my household of five, right? I'm a... Ooh, um, I like that. You know, I'm a project. I'm, I'm all hands on deck, um, you know, second mate or first mate, sorry, uh, in running my family's crazy ship, right? Or you don't even have to say crazy, but, you know, I'm running my family's busy ship. Um, I mean, because I know parents who are ta- multitasking and doing so, so much uh, for their families and, and you know, and so we, I think that you should own that. I mean, I work with some stay-at-home parents and, 
I just don't think that they realize. Well, they might realize, but, you know, communicating and articulating the value that they bring is important. I mean, it's no mistake why there's less moms in the workplace, female mothers, parents in the workplace today than in 2020, because people value that. And I mean, that's a stat that's, you know, that's all over the internet right now. I pulled that from Mom Project. I love Mom Project because I'm to follow. Yeah, they're anyway, great. So um, step two, now we're on step two. Step two on episode two is um, <laughs> where are you now and what do you want to do, right? So what are you working on right now, Amy? I am working on a podcast. I am, ooh, that's something else I can do. But I am working on a podcast. I'm also working on growing my business to bring in more clients. That's perfect. Um, You know, that's great for a social setting. I think that's, you know, if you want to even get more, you know, granular, you could even say I'm actually pitching a new client for, um, is there a new client you're pitching? Um, Well, I just signed a client uh, and I am working. Yes. And I have another, uh, I have some others that I'm, that I'm working on uh, later this week, but yes, but I'm also working on building out a better process, better sales process. Um, Mm -hmm. So I actually have been talking to, if you could believe it, there are consultants for consultants. So I'm in my LinkedIn LinkedIn inbox will tell you that there's hundreds of thousands of there are so many consultants for consultants, Denise, and I am working, I am potentially I'm going to partner with a consultant that actually helps consultants build a better sales process because as you know, which again is a a topic for another day uh, is how do you drive the ship for yourself when there's no financial carrot, right? So that's something else. So anyways, I digress, but um, what am I working on? I would say I'm working on a lifestyle podcast with uh, a very close girlfriend of mine and I'm continuing to build my marketing consulting business. Yeah, and you just signed a new client, right? And and, yep. and some people would find that interesting, right? And they're like, oh, which client? It just opens up the conversation, right? So, okay, so that's good. Um, so that's step two, really, because that kind of helps people, you know, I'll take it to the corporate side um, or, you know, the job interview side or the, you know, professional setting. It just allows, you know, you to share what you're doing, right? And you can even add in there too, if you were more, you know, if you were more of the corporate setting, you could say like, you know, and for, um, you know, this highlights my career, um, you know, after 20 years or whatever it is, um, you know, 15 years of working um, as a, you know, new home, you know, in marketing and specializing in new home sales and marketing. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've recently pivoted and I'm just really enjoying it. I actually signed my, you know, my first or my, my latest client, right? And, and, you know, maybe talk about that latest client, right? Not um, my first. <laughs> yeah, not first, sorry. Uh, but, uh, you know, you're one of your clients. So this really allows you to, to like, you know, get into the weeds, um, you know, on what you're doing, right? And job seekers might say, well, you know, and most recently, you know, my work was impacted and, you know, company XYZ. And so now I'm, you know, looking for new opportunities or I've been networking to try to find, you know, a purpose-driven career. I mean, that's so, so popular right now um people are just looking for purpose and mission and something beyond what they were doing right so um that's really really a trend we saw more in 2020 especially uh you know in the midst of the pandemic remote working um there was a lot of civil unrest going on we saw a ton we saw a lot of people come to us with that 
you don't see it as much now, but you know, I do see it amongst mid mid career professionals more. Some people that are close to retirement and they're thinking like, I just really want to do something that matters. So that's a great time to talk about that, right? And yeah, for sure. It doesn't seem like, hey, I'm looking for a job. That's the word. I mean, that usually stops the conversation full stop, like because. Unless you're a recruiter, and even if you are a recruiter, you don't usually like have this like Rolodex of jobs you're going to pull out. Ooh, that was a midlife moment, referring to Rolodex. <laughs> but I think yeah, those yeah. are the stories, I think yeah. as, as, you know, I think those are the stories that like, for me, kind of resonate. Oh, I met somebody, and they do that. And oh, I should connect you, like... I should connect you with so-and-so because, you know, whether or not they, you know, I, I feel like I'm like that person that like that, un, not the unsolicited advice. Cause I, I, you know, that that's, but I, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm that like, Oh, I'm going to give you this unsolicited like um, connection that you, <laughs> that you may or may not want to be. That's but, you know, thing. I mean, you know, that's, yeah, that's the beauty. I mean, you're a natural connector. You're, you know, so that works for you and you're a natural networker, but not everyone is. But if you, so especially if you're not, this is a good time to, you know, to add that, pe- you know, add in what you do or explain your role. Right. I have plenty of friends yeah. who I don't really understand what they do. And that's not a meaning to slight them, but, you know, sometimes, especially in corporate roles or, you know, just really technical roles, I don't understand the nuts and bolts of it. But if you kind of break it down, um, you know, uh, you can kind of understand more. Like when I used to work in sales operations, I say I, I'm, I was a sales police, and you know, people would laugh, but they would get it more, right? Um, it would get well. I work in sales operations, and I enhance processes to help the you know CRM works work more efficiently. Like what? <laughs> yeah, like especially when you're in a social setting, that just falls flat. Um, so you know, in corporate setting, it may be if it's appropriate, but anyway, yeah, so that's step two. Um. All right. So um, lastly is the fun part. And this is really the connecting part, which was step three, which would be share personal detail about yourself. So Amy, share your personal detail. All right. So my personal details, I write down that part, personal detail. Well, I am a budding at home, clean eating chef, clean Mm -hmm. eating chef, budding at home, clean I like healthy eating because I'm not fully focusing on clean. It's more better foods to fuel my body. So we'll say healthy eating chef. Mm -hmm. I also like to work out and I love to shop and I love self-care. So I don't know. How would you kind of reframe those? Yeah. I mean, I would say... You know, not sound like I spent all my consulting money on, you know, my aesthetics. I mean, I think you can, you know, pick two of them. Like, especially, you know, more than one is kind of a lot. Like, it seems laundry listing. So pick right. two that speak to you most. Um, and it also depends on your audience. But, you know, let's say you were at a cocktail party was what we chose. So, right. so I probably would say I'm also like a budding at-home healthy eating chef i think that's cute you can say right now yeah because i'm obsessed with i'm obsessed with healthy eating clean eating and i've been you know i i masquerade as my 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 uh my household chef in in trying out new recipes right and also you know leisurely posting to my instagram on it right um yeah you know by aa I tried to be eats by A last night. I sent her a picture of my miso soup I made homemade. It looks so good. good. It looks so good. But what I like, Denise, what I like what you do 
in in helping kind of guide these stories is that you're you're pulling out like fun words. So right now I masquerade in a million years, like and I do copy, but in a million years, like I probably would not have thought for that for myself to say like right now I masquerade around my house as a chef. Like that's freaking amazing. Uh, thanks. It's always easy to listen on the other side too, but like, um, and, and, and that's the thing too, when you're listening, to, I've listened to a lot of these stories. So, you know, I just think about what I'd want to hear. Um, and of course I'm not everyone's ear, but like, uh, it's just, it's just because that's what you leave it with. And usually that's what, you know, prompts the next communication, whether it's a job interview or, you know, an intro or like just a personal thing. So yeah, let's put it all together because practice Practicing this and feeling confident is the most, you know, is the most important. Oh, part boy. And usually a lot of candidates, when I'm working in, a, in my coaching setting, they don't want to do it again. But I say, no, 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 no. We're going to do it again. Humor me. Um, so, you know, remember, you know, we stand in front of the mirror. And just keep yeah, going. or you just record yourself on your own phone, especially if you're in job search mode. Um, you know, do it on your phone. Practice it to a friend. Um Person with a mailman. I mean, you know, male person. You know, I mean, just even a stranger. Um, because the more feedback you get from people, the better. And but also, you, the more you do it. I mean, I do this. I, I say that intro that I just told. You know, that I just share like ten times a week at least. So to 400 clients, you know how many times I've done that intro and I've changed it a little bit here and there. And even my needs are refreshing, right? I, mean, I just added my tennis thing today. I usually talk about online cardio dance, but I'm kind of over that. You do normally talk about your online cardio dance. Tennis is new. Yeah. I can attest kind of to that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm kind of tired of that dance. <laughs> that dance. And COVID, you know, seeming like it's, you know, on the way out. So, um, I, can, so I can do outside exercise again. Yeah. So let's hear, let's put it all together. Remember, it's the lead in, the what do you do now or what are you up to? And then your personal detail. Just all keep right. it, just keep it like casual. You're at, you're at uh, high low. Tell me. Okay. So, all right. So some, from my notes that I kind of like kept, I am a marketing guru. And so, hi, Denise. It's so great to meet you. My name is Amy. And um, I am a marketing guru and consultant, a hockey mom, and I'm really great at, I think I'm really great at connecting people. Uh, uh, I feel like I'm saying I'm a lot. Do I want to say I'm a lot? Yeah, why not? They asked you, tell me about yourself. They didn't say tell you about your neighbor. <laughs> Otherwise, it's kind of sounds like, like a long run on sentence. So, okay, let's start again. I mean, you uh, have to make it natural to you, too. Like, this is just a start. Like, make yeah. it natural to you. I mean, how I, you know, do it doesn't always have to be, but just use these steps, and I think it'll help you. Okay, so this is not fully, disclaimer, this is not fully, like, podcast ready, putting it on my website or our <laughs> website ready. But you might see this at some point cleaned up. So, hey, Denise, it's so awesome to meet you at this cocktail party for school. Uh, I am a marketing consultant. Um, I've been doing that. Nope, I don't like that. I'm a marketing guru. I like the guru Mm -hmm. because it makes me, I think it's funny. Okay, so... Hey, I'm a marketing guru and consultant and a very busy hockey mom. Thankfully, we're in the off season right now, uh, but my son has now taken up lacrosse. 
Uh, I think that my secret strengths is I'm really great at connecting people. I really, really love getting to know people and just hearing about them and their life and where they came from. Uh, I think that's also one of the pieces that's made me a really successful small business owner and entrepreneur within my marketing business. And most recently, I had to pivot from because my work was in from a... I wouldn't say corporate, but I was working for another small business and it was impacted due to COVID. And so I I, I did pivot to this marketing consultancy. I kind of feel like, do these steps have to go in order? Um, I mean, I think the lead in for sure. I'm a blank blank. Okay. Okay. So then no one has to guess and listen. That's the whole point. And this really avoids the chronology too. When we, you know, when I'm coaching clients, a lot of times in job interviews, they'll start out, tell me about yourself. They'll go, well, I graduated from UCSB with a major in math. And, and I know they've worked 15 years. It's going to be a long (laughs) intro. So that's right. Begin with the end in mind. Don't make, don't make me guess and figure out the end. That's, you know, especially when you're in a job setting. So totally. um, Okay, so, hey, my name is Amy Alexander. I'm a marketing guru and consultant um, and a super busy hockey mom who is now very much enjoying the off season where I can focus on building up my small business as I am an entrepreneur. Uh, I had to uh, pivot about a year or so ago from working for another, uh, working in-house for uh, a small business uh, as their sales and marketing director. Um, but, uh, I have really enjoyed my last, you know, I had a little sabbatical and I really enjoyed kind of the, the last 18 months of building up a lifestyle podcast with one of my longtime friends and, uh, continuing to nurture and build up my marketing practice. Uh, and I just recently added a local client and, um, right now I'm also masquerading around my house as a healthy eating chef. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. I need to remove some of the ums and the ands, but I feel like it's kind of okay. Thankfully, this is recorded. Yeah, I mean, step two, step two, I'd say like just, you know, some, I think that was overall great. Um, You know, you do your intro well anyway, but like, I think this was a little bit, you know, it fits the steps well. And I think it's a nice like example. Um, You know, if I were you, especially if you were in job mode, I wouldn't, I don't think you even need to touch on your job being impacted by COVID. Just right now you're working on a podcast, right? You're looking to share knowledge or connect or, you know, I don't think, you know, you don't have to kind of, sometimes job seekers who feel like they have to like tell their whole story. That's not what the question question is tell me about yourself right so put the parts of it forth that you know you want to talk about because you know it's also a conversation so like the next you know someone's going to come back with something else so um so I say overall that was great I think you know step two it could you know just like I said some of those details may not need to be in there but um because it'll just make it easier to flow but I think overall it was great great thanks how did that feel I usually ask the people how does it feel I think it feels really nice to like get it out on paper. And I feel Mm -hmm. like offline, I want to continue to like kind of clean this up so that it can be, it can be better and it can be a better, it can be a better bio about myself and like what I'm working on currently, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's like a lot of times I just, you know, it breaks my heart when I hear someone say, or even just in personal settings, but coaching, you know, Oh, I'm just a blank or, I'm with such and such, you know, they just say it with such like, it's just disdain or just sadness and, you know, or, you know, lack of confidence. And it's like, 
own it. Like, this is what you're doing. This is your life, right? And that's kind of why I thought it was a good topic for today because it's not just a coaching moment. It's like, and if you're not happy with, you know, what you're telling me about yourself is, then maybe that's, you know, maybe that's an inflection. That's a trigger. Like, hey, let's, it's time to start thinking about what's going to bring you that vitality in your life. Especially, you know, if, if, you know, if you're listening and you're in, you know, everyone's definition of midlife is different, but, you know, you're a point when you feel like, you know, hey, I'm, you know, uh, you know, I've got, you know, I've been this far and now I want to do something different or I want these next 10 years or this next 20 years to look different or the same or better or whatever that is for yourself. Right. And this kind of unveils that. Um, it's and- funny because that consultant that I'm talking to, he had said to me, so, you know, in five years, where do you see yourself? I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. can we like slow down before we're at five years? Like, can I just like talk about a year? Let's just like get through like the next like six months, you know, I'm like five years, you know, five years, I'll have a kid in high school. Like I, I'm not ready for five years. <laughs> not there yet. That's not the, there. the coach in me agrees with him because, you know, you can always have a plan. You can never change What's your an plan? plan. Like you can never, you can never change an unplanned. I had this Paul Brown, or Paul Scott, actually, not Paul Brown. He was another boss of mine. Hi, Paul. Uh, Paul Scott, uh, he was a senior sales leader. Um, he's probably retired, uh, living life very, very uh, leisurely up in Northern California. But he always said, you can always change a plan. You can never change an unplanned. So true. Um, and so put out there what you want to what does it matter? But that's another topic for another day. But uh, yeah, but- we, we have topics for a year, listeners. We have so many topics, things that like just as we as we said, like the purpose of our of, of, of why we're here is that we have just things from our conversation that like come up that we just feel like resonate with 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 people. And if a topic today doesn't resonate, don't like, you know, don't like click off get through it because you're probably going to want to hear like the next week's, which I think leads us to a really great segue into kind of pitching what we're going to talk about in two weeks, um, which is going to be Denise. Do you want to talk about friendships? Friendships over 40, right? Um, How important they are, but how fragile and how, um, you know, and, and they take, care and maintenance and and so this is a topic that always comes up for us um you know just as we're chatting personally so we thought why not you know share with the community and and see what other people are thinking because it's it's just a good one so um, how to make friends how to keep friends yeah what happens if you kids don't get along and you're with your kids friend or with your friends kids oof yeah yes what if you like the parents more than the kids Oh gosh, yeah. And sometimes you have to break up with the with the kids. With the friendships, kids to friends. I feel like friendships after at, at some point, especially in like an adult, are it's literally like dating. I remember going out to lunch, and uh, I'll, I'll go into the story a little bit maybe in our in our next pod- podcast. But I remember going to lunch with a friend, our new friend, and it was like dating. Right. And then like, what do you do after? Who's going to call who? Are you going to get together again? Like what's going to happen? You know, anyways. So I'm, but they're so important people that, but they're you know, so important. People that lose track of friends, like, you know, in general, you can tell that 
um, you know, something's missing. So, um, so we're going to talk about that. But, you know, just to wrap up again, um, this question, this question we've asked of yourself shouldn't be a scary one. It should just be break it down the three steps. Step one, lead in. Step two, what are you doing and what are you working on? And step three, share something fun, personal, break the ice, something you'd be willing to talk about afterwards. So, Perfect. Uh, thanks, Amy, for being our role play model. Hopefully, uh, I, I did. I did you a good a good service, and you know, in making friends, right? As we talk about next week's episode, these skills that Denise talked about today are going to be so so important, right? Because if you meet somebody at the playground, you're not just going to want to be like, "Oh, hey, my name is Amy," because as you know, the Amys in your life don't remember your name. <laughs> and again, remember, don't take offense to that. You may have to meet those Amy's 10 times before you remember her name. Right. But oh, you and, will remember yeah. their and story. And the flip side is, okay, weren't you the one that went to every with your mom the other day? I'm totally thinking about you, right? And that's such a bigger compliment than like, oh, hey, like I forgot your name, right? Or like, right. can you tell me your name again? Like, yeah, I do that too. I'm, I've gotten uh, more... Uh, there's so much swirling in this brain it's it's (laughs) not it's it's not an offense that i thanks guys well i think we're gonna wrap this one up um again you can reach um you can reach me at drcareercoaching.com if you're interested more and about how to break down your story or you know just want to have an intro consulting that's the way to meet uh, reach me or just grab me on linkedin at denise trabot and amy how can people reach you and connect with you my work email my work email, my work, uh, my work website is www.a2salesandmarketing.com, as well as you can also find me on LinkedIn. And then for our podcast, we do have a Facebook page and um, coming soon, some other social channels. So we'll continue to plug those and uh, tell your friends about us. Yeah, and if you if you do it, if you create one of your own stories, share what happens with it or share your story. All right. We'd love to we'll hear see it. you guys later. Okay, bye bye.